0: Welcome in on a Tuesday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to ahead on today's episode of Locked On Cougars. The New York Jets make a big move at quarterback, opening the door for Zach Wilson to slide on in as their starting quarterback. We'll examine that ahead on today's show, and also catch you up on some other news and notes involving BYU basketball, BYU football, and other BYU athletic programs. Some elite recruiting happening outside of what you would typically think for BYU. We'll talk about that, also track and field on the men's and women's side of things. Men's team ranked number one for the first time in their history. Women's team ranked in the top 10. Plenty to get to ahead on this edition of Locked On Cougars. So let's dive on in and have some fun on a Tuesday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 6th, 2021. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah in my day job. And a big thank you for joining us on your daily podcast. I mean that daily. Monday through Friday, we're with you guys talking all things BYU sports. Can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the podcast. It's real simple to listen to this show. You can follow wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just to name a few. But also, you can make your smart device work for you and take care of business for you as well. All you got to do is tell your smartphone or your smart device, a smart speaker, whatever it might be, play podcast Locked On Cougars. And all of a sudden, I'm going to pop up and start talking BYU sports for you. Really simple to do, and a big thank you for continuing to join us every single day. It is a blast to be with you guys. I know during the off season we're not required to do as many episodes here on the network, but as I've said in the past, I will endeavor to do five days a week throughout the entire offseason. I also mentioned last week, we we're going to kick off our 100 seasons of BYU football countdown. That'll be happening later this week with 1896. Yes, we're going way back. It's going to be a lot of fun to count down these seasons. We'll get to that later on here in the week, but get ready for all of that. We're going to have some fun and we're going to roll with you guys throughout the entire offseason and keep you up to speed on everything going on with the BYU football program. Alright, a lot to get to ahead on today's show, but let's start stick with the BYU football vein of things. we talk about a former Cougar who apparently is going to go from starting at BYU to starting in the NFL, it appears, and that would be one Zach Wilson. Sam Darnold, the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, was traded to the Carolina Panthers yesterday Hey, obviously there was all kinds of speculation about Darnold being moved on from potentially even being a stopgap starter until whoever the Jets drafted to number two is ready to go well they've just cleared the deck they traded Darnold the former number three overall draft pick for three picks a sixth rounder in the 2021 draft later this month and then a second rounder and a fourth rounder in 2022 so that means that Sam Darnold is probably going to challenge if not start right away for the Carolina Panthers and at number two expect to hear Zach Wilson's name called as a member of the New York Jets. I don't necessarily need to rehash what I did on, was it Friday's edition of the podcast where I talked about a piece I wrote for my newsletter, Yacht Talk, House, posted on 1280thezone.com, talking about what's going on with Zach Wilson and how I believe he just needs to embrace being a member of the New York Jets and endeavor to turn around that moribund franchise. There's no doubt about that, but this is a huge, huge opportunity for Zach Wilson. Obviously, There are guys out there, there are pundits out there who believe that rookie quarterbacks should sit for a year similar to Patrick Mahomes and then kind of learn how the things work in the NFL and then take over. I thought that would be a good spot for a guy like Zach Wilson if you were to go to a program or a franchise is what I'm trying to say not program go to a franchise like the San Francisco 49ers where they have no intention if you believe the reports of moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo I thought that the New York Jets might follow the same format I know that Sam Darnold isn't necessarily the same type of quarterback or the same guy you would think would be a guy who's a stopgap starter considering he's only been in the league for three years but it wouldn't have been a bad move in my opinion for the Jets to say you know what Sam you have one year to prove yourself and we also have this other guy we're bringing in here, but they decided to move on, and that means that Zach Wilson is going to get the opportunity right from the get-go. I do wonder, with regards to how the Jets are building their roster, what they will do. I'm expecting they will bring in a veteran quarterback of some caliber to be that backup, to kind of be a mentor to Zach Wilson, teach him the ropes, uh, kind of be that guy who can help him adjust to the NFL game. There are a lot of naysayers out there who say that this is just going to end up being the death knell for Zach Wilson's career in the NFL, and it very well maybe. Maybe I was wrong in believing that he needs to give his opportunity with the New York Jets uh, embrace and embrace it, not give it, but embrace the opportunity he has. But maybe I'm. Maybe the Jets are just cursed, and maybe it will just be that Zach Wilson ends up having to move on to another franchise, just like it appears that Sam Darnold will do. I'm very high on Sam Darnold's opportunity in Carolina. I'm also high on Zach Wilson's opportunity here in New York. As I said previously, Robert Sala, a young, driven coach, his first time being a head coach, he doesn't want to see this end prematurely. He wants to have a nice long run as a head coach in the NFL. His offensive coordinator, he brought over from the San Francisco, Mike LaFleur. He obviously wants to have success as, as a first-time offensive coordinator. So Zach Wilson, I think, is going into an opportunity that is tailor-made for him. He is going to go. Go in with a staff who's going to say, you know what, Zach? this is what we believe you can do. These are your strengths. We're going to play to your strengths. We're going to coach to your strengths. We're building the roster to play to your strengths. That should be exactly what they do. If you want to have success in the NFL, we've talked about it for years and I'm not speaking just about myself. I'm speaking generally in the sports world. We have talked about how franchises in the NFL, if you believe in a guy, you trust in him and you build around that guy, well, guess what? You're built for success. The problem is I have feel like there are NFL franchises who seem to think, no, this is how we're going to do things. We're going to try and fit a square peg in a round hole, and that's how we're going to operate, and guess what? They don't win very often. And that's something that the New York Jets have done. They have had awful coaching, they've had dubious roster moves, have not had great front office personnel, and Joe Douglas, their GM right now, is staking his career and his opportunity to be a GM with the New York Jets moving forward on this pick with the number two overall pick. So there is a Huge huge opportunity staring Zach Wilson in the face here and I'm looking forward to it it's going to be a lot of bright lights for Zach Wilson there are so many newspapers so many pundits so many people out there in New York they talk about the Jets even though they have been awful for years on programs like ESPN's morning show Get Up because it is New York it is the heartbeat the epicenter everybody talks about New York in the sports world so Zach Wilson yes he's going to be the face of the New York Jets he's going to have a lot People asking him a lot of questions. He's gonna be under intense scrutiny. Well, I hope his head is screwed on straight and he's ready to go. I believe he's ready to go. I think he's the type of kid that can handle all of this. He just got to ignore the noise, kind of block it all out, and just go to work. And if he does, and the Jets have any semblance of success, well, guess what? You're gonna be an you're gonna be a guy who's gonna be looked at as a hero. So, huge opportunity once again for Zach Wilson. Looking forward to this. But the move that the Jets made yesterday, very much indicates to me that, yes, Zach Wilson is going to be the number two overall pick behind Trevor Lawrence. You're probably going to see three quarterbacks go in a row. You're going to see Trevor, uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence one at Jacksonville. Then you're going to see Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. Me being the San Francisco 49ers fan that I am, I hope that the Niners pull their heads out of their you-know-whats and pick a guy like Justin Fields over Mac Jones, but what do I know? Mac Jones won a national title, but nonetheless, i just not a huge fan of Mac Jones as a potential franchise quarterback with the number three pick, but that's neither here nor there. But the good news is BYU is going to have their highest ever pick in the NFL draft It'll be the second highest with regards to any professional draft. Obviously, Steve Young went number one overall to the Los Angeles Express in the USFL draft back in the 1980s. But in the traditional NFL draft, this will be the highest pick, speaking of Zach Wilson, in BYU football history. And I, for one, am excited. I'm looking forward to it. going to be a lot of work ahead for a guy like Zach Wilson with the New York Jets, there's no doubt about that, but just a lot of fun opportunities ahead and I'm looking forward to seeing how he does at the NFL level. Alright, coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk a little bit more about BYU basketball. Obviously Gonzaga last night losing in the National Championship game disappointing fashion to boot. We'll talk about all of that, also catch up on some news and notes involving recruiting for the BYU basketball program and of course a little bit later on, catch up on some of the news involving BYU sports the number one recruit in the country coming to run for the women's cross country and track and field teams you better believe it we'll talk about all of that here in just moments Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Rock Auto, folks. If you guys are people out there who like to take care of your own vehicle, Rock Auto is the perfect resource for you. It's a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. What I mean by this, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, I'm a guy who likes to call myself a try-it-yourselfer with regards to my vehicle. I am not inclined to understand all the ins and outs of a vehicle, maintenance, Uh, repairing it, all that different stuff. The Rock Auto is making my life a lot more simple because they're getting me the parts I need to try things out and I'm doing it at a fraction of the cost I might be paying at a chain store or at a dealership, guys. It's absolutely incredible. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specification and even the prices that you prefer. Like I said, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and are the same for professionals. And like I said, do-it-yourselfers or I like to call it, try it first. why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when well, you can go to rockauto.com and have by the way have it shipped directly to your door go to rockauto.com see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car truck or suv will ever need rockauto.com it's kubota orange day you shop the years best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles Folks, got yet another reminder for you guys to check out the Locked On Today podcast. It gets you all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's take a minute here and talk some BYU basketball. We're playing the hits here on a Tuesday edition of the show. I had a conversation with a person last night, and obviously the BYU basketball program currently is combing through the NCAA transfer portal, trying to find new additions. But some good news based on a conversation I had last night is the BYU staff, speaking of Mark Pope and his assistant coaches, Chris Burgess, Cody Fieger, as well as Nick Robinson. Robinson, there's a lot of optimism that BYU basketball is going to land the transfer out of Cincinnati, Mike Saunders Jr., obviously a former product of Wasatch Academy. I think he'd be a tailor-made fit for BYU's offense. One thing that I would love to see from a guy like Mike Saunders is his ability to really push the tempo and the pace for the BYU basketball program. They played at a pretty good clip during the 2019-2020 season with those seven seniors shooting threes at a high clip, getting up and down the court, really making life miserable for opposing teams, just made it so that teams couldn't stay up with them pace-wise. This past year, though, they were in the 200s in overall pace and tempo of a game. You'd like to see them play at a faster pace, and that's what I think a guy like Mike Saunders brings to the BYU basketball program should he ultimately decide that BYU is where he wants to be. I think we saw an example of what athleticism and speed can do for you on the basketball court last night in the national championship game gonzaga came out and just absolutely got punched in the face by uh, by baylor excuse me and the bears just didn't let up all night long hitting shot after shot and yes hitting shots is the great equalizer there's no doubt about that it makes it tough on an opposing team when you can't make shots the other team is making shots but nonetheless the athleticism that was on display from the bears It just it it screamed that Gonzaga had not seen that type of athleticism all year, but I don't necessarily believe that they didn't see that because they played the likes of West Virginia, Auburn, etc. BYU even gave them a run for their money, but BYU did it with more hot shooting, similar to what we saw from Baylor, but Baylor did it for two halves versus BYU doing it really for one half there in the West Coast Conference Tournament final. But I think that the athleticism and the speed that you saw on display from Baylor is something BYU needs to aspire to get more of. And the way you do that, in my opinion, at BYU is to get the transfer portal. There are a lot of guys who go to a university who have been sold a false bill of goods. Who've been, You are the guy. We're going to build around you. Blah, 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 blah. In the case of Mikey Saunders, it sounds like John Brandon is now on leave pending an investigation into the relationship the program has with its players. It led him and some other players just to say, you know what? throw their hands up and say, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this. And I can't blame them based on some of the reporting out there, but you hope that a guy like Mikey Saunders has realized, that, hey, maybe BYU is the right place for me. I think that's the one thing BYU needs to sell to these guys. is You guys understand what we're all about here at BYU. You've been and experienced other things at other programs. We are who we are here. We have an honor code that we espouse to. If you live by it, you're going to be just fine. We have high academics. You've got to take care of business in the classroom. If that's what you're looking for... Come on over. We'd love to play high-level basketball with you guys. And I think that the selling points to Mikey Saunders, I think, are going to be something that he can use to his advantage. So that's the good news if you're a BYU basketball fan, is there is optimism amidst the uh, or not amidst but on the staff that Mikey Saunders is going to come to BYU and you hope that he gets the opportunity to show what he can do for the Cougars if he chooses to come here obviously there's still hope that they can get the likes of Alex Barcelo and or Brandon Averett to come back for a quote unquote super senior year and that would actually be very very good if you could have a guy like Mikey Saunders teaming up with a Brandon Averett or Alex Barcelo well the both of them are capable ball handlers that's first thing but I think that the first step the speed the just the ability to push the tempo that a guy like Mikey Saunders has would be a boon for BYU's opportunity and hopes, I think, to up their pace next season in 2021- 2022 season. I think it'd be a huge, huge addition for the BYU basketball program, and I'd love to see it happen. Will it come to fruition? Well, until Mikey Saunders announces anything officially, we will not know, but like I said, based on the conversation I had last night, there's a lot of optimism on the BYU front of getting Mikey Saunders to commit to the BYU basketball program. His commitment would leave them with one scholarship to work with. I believe they'd be Probably be looking for another wing player, a wing scorer type who can kind of be that three and D guy in the NBA parlance, a guy who can come in, really lock up an opposing team's best player, but also hit big shots in the corner and from the perimeter for the BYU offense. That's just my personal opinion on that. I've not been told anything, but I really think that there's some good things happening for BYU basketball. Also on the transfer front, some good news with regards to former BYU Cougars. Wyatt Lowell uh, told Jake Lieberman, I don't know who Jake is but jake's doing some good work he's got a great name by the way uh but he says that white lowell tells me that he has heard from wisconsin hawaii Dixie State and Westminster since he entered the portal. Obviously Wyatt Lowell coming off that Achilles injury. Only played in seven games for the BYU basketball program and I can understand uh, why he is hearing from programs like a Westminster or Dixie State. They're betting on him getting back and being right and hopefully becoming a guy who can really be a good addition for that program. I am intrigued by Wisconsin of all programs reaching out to him. They obviously maybe see something in Wyatt Lowell hoping that he recovers fully Hawaii, obviously, is paradise to play in, and you hope that a guy like Wyatt Lowell lands on his feet. I hope he gets the opportunity to go to a program, find more playing time. He does have three more years of eligibility remaining uh, with the COVID year being frozen, the eligibility. So, huge opportunity staring a guy like Wyatt Lowell in the face, and I wish him well, and hopefully he finds the right spot for him and finds the playing time he's craving, and first off, recovers fully from that Achilles injury. Those things are absolutely devastating for a lot of guys, and you hope that a guy of his caliber and his size can get back to playing the level he appeared to be playing at before suffering that injury. All right, coming up here in just a moment, some good news on the recruiting front for BYU women's track and field, as well as cross country, Diljeet Taylor. And if you don't know Diljeet Taylor's name, you should, considering she is absolutely lighting it up on the recruiting front, as well as winning a national title as the head coach of of the BYU Women's Cross Country Program. We'll talk about what she did on the recruiting front here in just a moment. And catch up on some of the other notes involving the Cougars that you guys need to know about here on a Tuesday. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Bet Online. Absolutely love this company, guys. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, obviously, but the NBA ongoing Major League Baseball is just underway. College hoops wrapped up last night. If you're a hockey fan, that's obviously in full swing. They even cover a war shows, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine and or you might want to bet on. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best place to place your bets. And by the way, it's free to sign up. You heard that right. Free. F-R-E-E. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus upon your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get a 50% welcome bonus added to your account at betonline.ag. Of course, they are your online sportsbook experts. This is your invitation to the intersection of
1: versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited.
0: Folks, the NFL Draft is just weeks away. It's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo here on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Draft Dudes Podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. You can get all of the good stuff and learn about them. And the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast or the Draft Dudes on the Odyssey app or wherever you guys get your podcasts. Alright, catching you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday. Let's start off on the recruiting front for men's and women's track and field. How about that? Exciting news. Actually, this is actually absolutely phenomenal news. Science Hill High School from Johnson City, Tennessee uh, star Jenna Hutchins is committed to run at BYU. Uh, she announced that she is committed to BYU yesterday. Uh, Diljeet Taylor, who is the associate director for men's and women's track and field, in essence, she is the woman's head coach for uh, women's track and field, despite not being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She can't technically be the head coach, but I think that rule needs to go away. That's my personal opinion, because Diljeet Taylor, folks, is absolutely phenomenal. She just led the Women's Cross Country program to a national title, something they hadn't done since the mid 2000 aughts. She's Absolutely incredible on the recruiting front because Hutchins is the top-ranked women's runner in the 2022 recruiting class. She is running at an elite level. She is set to a state record in 2020. She has won the Girls Cross Country State Championship more than once down there in Tennessee. She was named the 2020 D1 Large Schools Cross Country Runner of the Year and is the first high school girl to break 16 minutes in cross country. Holy smokes. Pretty impressive recruiting job that Diljeet Taylor has done here, bringing Hutchins to BYU and looking forward to finally seeing her when she suits up for the Cougars. Uh, It sounds like in 2022 and beyond. But, man, Diljeet Taylor just getting it done. Winning national titles, you know, locking up the number one overall recruit in cross country. Ho-hum, big deal. But that doesn't even... get to the half of it. The good news is yesterday that the USTFCCCA rankings came out. Those are the national rankings for men's and women's track and field. And you see both the BYU men's and women's teams in the top 10. In fact, the BYU men's team ranked number one for the first time in program history. They jumped up 11 spots in the US track and field and cross country coaches associations national rankings to become the top ranked men's outdoor team for the first time in program history. The women's team, by the way, jumped 33 spots to number six in the women's rankings. The reason for the men being ranked on top folks is they notched seven national top five marks this week, past weekend at the Hayward premiere up in Eugene, Oregon and they also have nine total marks that rank in the top five nationally across the outdoor season so far and there's still plenty of time for them to improve on those marks. The women's team moved up 33 spots because they added seven national top seven marks at the Hayward premiere. They also have nine marks that rank in the top ten and nationally. Pretty elite performances going on for Ed Iystone, Patrick Robinson, Dolge Taylor, and the rest of the track and field administration. They are doing great things at BYU and track and field, and it just screams to more of the depth that the BYU athletic department has overall. It's really, really been impressive, and I got to tip my cap to BYU. They're doing a great job developing all these programs on shoestring budgets by and large. BYU doesn't spend the most out of all athletic departments. We have talked about this ad nauseum about BYU football in particular but it extends to the other sports. They don't get the funding that some of their other counterparts around the country get, but they still compete at an elite level, and in this case, the men's team, on top of the national ranking. So congratulations on doing that for both the men's and women's track and field teams, and also a special congratulations to G. Taylor, You know, winning a national title, and then just following that up by adding the number one overall recruit in the 2022 recruiting class. I'll tip my cap to you. That's pretty damn impressive. All right. Other news to catch up on today is that BYU women's soccer. They had a game scheduled on April 12th against Pepperdine that has been canceled. The cancellation is not related to COVID-19 for either team, but they will compete on April 10th. That is still set to be played at 12 p.m. Pacific time at Terry Fram Rocus Field down there in California. Interesting development there. I wonder if they just decided, you know what, we'd rather just play the one match and not have to wear ourselves out for two of them. But nonetheless, some news there for the BYU women's soccer program. Congratulations to both Hannah Joe Peterson and Autumn Moffat korth They were named the West Coast Conference Player and Pitcher of the Week for the BYU softball program. Those were announced yesterday. Peterson finished the week with a 455 batting average after BYU swept at number 5 Baylor in three straight games. Uh, Moffat korth finished the week 2-0, throwing 14 innings, for two complete games in two wins over Baylor as well. So great showings for both of them on the diamond for the women's softball program. Uh, It's really, really cool to see what they're doing. Uh, We talked about yesterday how head coach Gordon Eakin reached the 700 wins career plateau. So congratulations to him. And then two final notes for you guys on the volleyball front. Senior middle blocker Kennedy Eschenberg for the women's volleyball program collected West Coast Conference Defensive Player of the Week Award honors for the third week in a row that was announced yesterday. She's absolutely been brilliant in BYU's season sweep of Santa Clara. They're ranked number 14. They have the number 16 seed entering the NCAA tournament. She absolutely had an incredible showing. Had a season high of eight blocks for the fourth time in five matches while also adding nine kills on 14 attempts, hitting 643, which is really impressive as BYU won its sixth WCC title in seven years. And then the men's program, their counterparts, are ranked number two for the fifth week in a row in the national polls. They wrap up their regular season this weekend as they travel to number six UCLA for matches on April 9th and 10th. So best of luck to the men's team as they seek to really close up the season in style and get ready for the national tournament. Hawaii has been ranked on top since taking over the top spot from BYU five weeks ago. The Cougars did earn one first place vote to Hawaii's 15 first place votes. Cougars sit at 16-2 while the Rainbow Warriors are 11-0 on the season so there you go everything you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday and that'll wrap it up for us make sure you guys follow the show on social media Facebook Instagram or Twitter search us out locked on Cougars my personal Twitter feed if you'd like to get my thoughts on all things sports I talk about more than just BYU on there but there's still a Bevy of BYU related topics on there. Follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. And anytime you want to weigh in with your thoughts on this podcast, we enjoy your guys' comments. Please email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out anytime. Love talking with you guys and getting your thoughts. And still looking for comments and questions this week for our Twitter Thursday edition of the mailbag. We'll open that up on the Thursday edition of this show all right that's going to do it for a tuesday tomorrow i believe we will kick off their 100 season countdown we'll talk about the 1896 version of the byu football program or the brigham young academy football program we'll explain more on tomorrow's podcast so stay tuned for that this has been the locked on cougars podcast for april 6th 2021 and we will talk to you guys tomorrow